It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And it is Warriors Wrap-Up. John Dickinson live from Sacramento, the Golden One Center, with Daryl the Guru Johnson in our San Francisco studios. Warriors win this one. 130 to 125 over the Sacramento Kings as Golden State gets it done with a 17-2 run to close out this game. And and Guru, wow! I, I got to tell you, the Warriors put on a clinic in how to steal a game that they probably should have won by 10 to 12 points to begin with. Yeah, JD, you are correct, my friend. And I believe I saw on social media, I'll share it with you, that the Warriors demonstrated championship blood and that's what that was i thought they were facing a loss jd and they they gave it to their stars and the stars showed up i would have liked to see more from the bench but damn it they were down this looked like an l and they come back home with a much needed w Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. That is the phone number to participate in the program if you want to weigh in on this one. Warriors one thirty, the Kings one twenty five. It was a game that Golden State trailed uh, by ten points. It was uh, one twenty three to one thirteen in the closing minutes, and the Warriors go on a seventeen to two run. Clay Thompson with the go ahead three pointer, and it was a game where uh, the Warriors' defensive intensity. Uh, down the stretch, it met up with uh, a young team, an improved team in the Sacramento Kings, uh, a very confident team, but a team that still is trying to figure out how to win close games uh, against uh, the defending NBA champions in two consecutive years. And I think uh, as long as the Warriors were going to keep coming in those final three, four minutes, uh, you just felt that if they could get it close enough, they could make enough plays, and, and Sacramento uh, eventually uh, would crumble as a team not used to playing uh, in those big situations and a team that doesn't have, frankly, four all-stars uh, on the floor that have that championship pedigree. No, you're right, J.D., and this was, some said, the biggest game in that arena, the Golden 1 center, and the Kings came back from a 16-point deficit. I thought De'Aaron Fox was had a good game, uh, Collie Stein, but I'm shocked that down, you know, at the end of the game, J.D., they kind of just ran it through Fox and didn't use Buddy Hill or a mixture of some of the uh, weapons they have. And I don't know if you if, if you have this takeaway, but I thought De'Aaron Fox had no legs on his last two shot attempts. No, it looked that way, although he had knocked down one before that uh, that, that gave the Kings a lead uh, after the Warriors had, had come back. It was just a game of just dramatic runs. Uh, the Kings trailed in this one. Warriors had a 100-87 to lead late in the third, and Sacramento would finish the quarter on a 10-3 run, and it was 103-97 at the end of three quarters, and then a 15-2 run to start the fourth quarter for Sacramento. The Warriors got in a position where they had to have their bench soak up some minutes before the All-Stars could close out the game, and that unit at the top of the fourth quarter got wrecked. And then when the Warriors went back to Stephen Curry uh, and went back to Kevin Durant and eventually Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, uh, the momentum had completely shifted in the game and in the building. And there was a minute or two there where the Warriors' stars looked a little bit stymied, a little bit overwhelmed uh, at what was going on as Sacramento pushed that lead back out to 10. <laughs> yeah, an explosion, uh, but, J.D. But they were able to they were able to get some defensive stops and, and hit big shots. And again, 
win enough of the close moments down the stretch uh, to win this one, 130 to 125. Really, you could make a case the second time in three weeks that the Warriors have almost stolen a game because of their star power against this Sacramento team that's actually been pretty good in close games. Uh, really the last two years. It's odd uh, for a team as bad as they were last year to be as good in close games as they were, and they've been pretty good in close games uh, early on in this season against uh, a myriad of different opponents, but the Warriors, enough star power to finish it up. 888 We'll be with you until 11 o'clock here uh, on 95.7 The Game. Uh, a couple of just general takeaways from this one i thought the warriors came out offensively early in the game with the right attitude yeah they, they looked crisp the ball. too the passing they were moving the ball and it was basically a layup drill i mean they, they took advantage of the fact that the kings are pretty awful defensively if you make them work and it was a, a layup line and a wide open three-point shooting competition uh for the better part of that first half and looked like the warriors were going to get 140 or 150 maybe uh, in the game tonight. But I thought they came out and played with the right spirit. But by the middle of the second quarter, it was more of just a an open gym kind of a feel where teams are just getting up and down. Track shots. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, it just, uh, you know, an old-fashioned, you know, just West Coast kind of a duel, but not a lot of defense. And I think the, the lackadaisical defense and, and some of the turnovers uh, allowed Sacramento to get on that big run to where the Warriors had to win the game again. Now, I don't have to tell you, but the people listening – one of the keys to being a great shooter is you, you got to have a bad bad memory. You can't remember the misses. And Clay Thompson had a couple misses. JD had a good ball game, but for him to step up and take that dagger, and KD had a great fourth quarter, fourteen points. But I was like, Clay, I don't know if that should. And then he goes in. I mean, the, the, he's a cold assassin on the basketball court, JD. And that was a big three down two. At that point in the game, though, you just you got to live and die with well, it. I mean, you really do. Lie. And, and and look, when the Warriors win games in the fashion that they won the game tonight, and really there hasn't been quite as many of these games where they just absolutely flat-out steal it in the final couple of minutes, those games have kind of dwindled at, over the years. You know, you go back to the 73-9 and nine year, and it seemed like the Warriors were pulling off Two of the two of those games, like tonight, a week, and as they've gone on and won more championships, and I think become less invested, they've they've sort of learned to to let games like tonight die. And, and I'll be honest, I, I thought they looked flustered in the middle of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I thought, I they thought it was overwhelmed. Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, and it was it, it was looking guru like it was going to be the kind of a game that you know it, it might leave some questions and, and maybe a little bit of finger pointing coming down off the, the loss to Toronto. I'm with you. I am absolutely. With you. And the big but three you, oh go ahead, JD. No, go ahead. Go the ahead, big Coop. three I was gonna tell you combined for ninety five points, and that's the second most from those three in a ball game since uh the Kevin Durant era. Yeah, it, impressive, impressive stuff. And again, uh it just I thought they were dead in the water, to to be honest. They were overwhelmed. They were they were the shots that maybe they were hitting earlier in the game were rimming out. But they just kept coming. They kept coming. They kept getting stops. And uh, Steve Kerr, uh, after the ball game, I was downstairs for his post-game press conference, uh, media availability uh, by the locker room, and, and he said he actually thought the Warriors, before the comeback started, they started to ratchet up the defensive level, but the Kings were hitting some tough shots, and, and the Warriors were missing some shots that they had been making earlier in the game, and they, they basically weren't able to make up the ground as quickly, and, and that that could have 
wound up being the difference and, and, and you know, done them in on this particular night. Yeah, no doubt. And I watched the game here at the station, and a lot of people, Alex Scott included, mentioned that the referee, J.D., that kept calling the offensive foul calls, which I believe would have been the story of the game had the Warriors lost, were you surprised at how many and how fast those offensive fouls were coming? I was shocked. Six offensive fouls in the second half. Six offensive fouls called against the Warriors in the second half. You don't see it. Uh, we haven't seen it. We probably won't see it at any point uh, again this season and, and maybe not for another season. Just an odd, odd deal uh, where, although a point of emphasis uh, this year, uh, to be sure, and it was just uh, it was the turnovers, really, that, that were a, a big part of Sacramento's ability uh, to come back in this one. Yeah, and... I'm glad the Warriors got the game the way that they did, J.D., after you know the debacle at home against Toronto. Do you think this does something for them in regard to their psyche and mindset coming into the game at home Monday? Because to me, until we get Boogie Cousins back and Iguodala comes back, this is going to be it. It's the big three. Draymond in the scoring column didn't help that much, but it's – it seems to me it's more as the big three go offensively, that's the 2018 Golden State Warriors in a nutshell. Yeah, it absolutely is because the defense just hasn't been there consistently for, for, for this team this season. I think part of that is playing shorthanded. I think a lot of it is playing a significant portion of the early going of the season without Draymond Green. You know, Andre Iguodala has missed some time here or there, including the last you know, three games. So I think that takes a toll uh, on the defense. And I think, look, a game like tonight – the Warriors are very comfortable in games like tonight where teams want to run, they want to play fast, they want to play loose, they want to play offense. And that's what Sacramento does. And Sacramento's done that to the tune of 15 and 12 coming into the ball game tonight. They just they play just kind of a, a fun, you know, fast game uh, that, that can lull you into taking some bad shots, that can lull you into turning the basketball over, that can lull you into a, a bad run. That, that can flip a game around. And I think the Warriors came into the game tonight feeling good about their offense, playing extremely well offensively early, making shots to boot. And I think that set them up in this game to almost have a stretch later on because they were just so comfortable playing that way uh, that at some point the shots weren't going to fall and they were going to have a couple of turnovers and the run was coming. I, I felt like the run was coming at some point all night. I thought the Warriors initially would do a better job handling the it was run. getting close. As, as opposed to letting it go 25-5 and then coming back and then you know going down 10 again uh, before ultimately finishing the game on the 17-2 run. Uh, any way you add it up, though, as far as momentum goes, you get the heck out of here with a win and you move on to the next one uh, and, and go home on Monday night and take on the Memphis Grizzlies. 888-957-9570, 888 And we get to Nick in Berkeley as we hear from the fans, brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Nick, you are on 95.7 The Game. It's Warriors Wrap-Up with J.D. and Guru. Hey man, that, that that was awesome, man, and I uh, appreciate you guys taking my call, man. Man, when Tim Roy said, "Man, the Warriors are going to have to play perfect," I literally got goosebumps, and I knew they was about to come back and beat him, man. 
and, and listen to Tim Roy. He's just he's just awesome, man. But it was it was great to see Draymond Green coming back, which which goes to show again that every player on the Warriors team is very important. And I also thought that the the, the shot selection by 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 Sack down down the stretch was horrible. Mm. That was terrible by on their part. Yeah, they look like a team that's still learning how to win that a was big youth, game right, against JD? a really good team. Well, I, I think yeah. it was youth. No, I, I and, and look, Darren Fox has made a lot of big shots you know, early in his career. He had a number of game winners last season. Uh, you know, he's he's been really good down the stretch of games this season. But it's a little bit of a different animal, Nick. And we appreciate the phone call when you're going up uh, against the two-time defending champions when they're on a monster run to to come get a game from you. And I think that's one thing from you know the Sacramento point of view. They're just at a different stage of their development. Still, uh, fifteen and thirteen, uh, a third of the way through the season, and played the Warriors I mean, close twice. And they've played the Warriors close twice. Uh, although the game at Oracle, obviously the Warriors were, were down a couple of stars, but uh, impressive, impressive uh, in its own right uh, for them. All right, Warriors win it one thirty to one twenty five. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. That you can weigh in on this one. It's JD. It's Guru. On 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you in Sacramento. Daryl the Guru Johnson back in our San Francisco studios. Warriors win this one tonight in Sacramento, 130 to 125 as Golden State gets it done. A 17-2 run in uh, the fourth quarter to close this game out after the Warriors had trailed by 10 and it all looked done uh, for Golden State in a game that they actually led by as many as 16. I thought it was over, JD. In the first half, it wasn't all good for Golden State. We were talking about the run by Sacramento late in the third and early in the fourth. We'll get to that coming up in a minute, but let's get back to the phones at 888-957-9570. And that's where Fillmore Mike checks in here on 95.7. What's up? What's up, Mike? Hey, hey, man. I was getting nervous, man. I was was in the car listening to the game. I didn't get a chance to see it, but it kind of reminded me of those games in which the Warriors would be winning – and then, for whatever reason, they would let the team come back. And un- unlike years before, the Warriors would sometimes, you know, they would usually pull those games out. It seems like this year, if they don't have it, they just don't have it. So it was seeming like it was one of those games. And like last night with the Raptors, or the game before with the Raptors, they were, to me, they were just missing a lot of open shots. And from what Tim Roy was saying over the thing, they were, like, missing a lot of open opportunities. He kept saying, missing open opportunities. And the other caller said it was funny. He said the same thing I thought of when Tim Roy said, if the Warriors could just hold him, if they could, if he could just hold him from here on out, they may have a chance. Sure, sure enough, they did that, man. Uh, man, it was, it was a great win, man. I'm happy the Warriors, they still got their mojo, and they ain't lost. They ain't lost that swagger. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, it, they were missing some open shots, but they also looked a, a little bit overwhelmed, believe it or not, as hard as that is to fathom uh, a team that's won back-to-back championships. Uh, the Warriors 
improved to 18 and three when they hit 10 or more threes. Uh, they're two and seven when they hit fewer than 10. They hit fewer than 10 the other night at home against Toronto. The Warriors and Kings wound up each hitting 15 three pointers. The Warriors 15 of 40, Sacramento 15 for 44, and the Kings were hot early and they were hot uh, in the third quarter toward the end and early part of the fourth quarter, uh, and then down the stretch uh, they went cold uh, as the game was tied at 113. Kings went on a 10-0 run. Then the Warriors went on a 10-0 run to tie the game. De'Aaron Fox hit a jumper, uh, and then the Warriors would close out the ball game JD, do you uh, think, at that uh, point. Do you think Steve Kerr was channeling his inner field Jackson when he stuck with the bench? I thought a little too long when the Kings went on their run. I was like, what's going on? But I'm looking at the bench production again, and you know, I'll never blame them, but I'm starting to get a bit concerned. Yeah, I, I, tonight was a concern. Without Iguodala, without Livingston, Alfonso McKinney was not good tonight. Mm. He, he couldn't make a shot. He couldn't make a free throw. You know, the, the hustle game was there, but he was a minus 24 in 15 minutes tonight. Ouch. That's hard to do. Yeah. One for four from the field, 0 for two from three-point range, uh, and he was also one for four at the free throw line. So he finishes with three points. He did have eight rebounds, uh, but... When the game got a little bit tight there toward the end of the third quarter, you knew at the top of the fourth quarter that the Warriors were going to have to get some minutes from Quinn Cook and Alfonso McKinney. And uh, I know our guy Steiny has the night off tonight, but uh, we were kind of texting back and forth. And when the game got to within six going to the fourth quarter, I I had texted Steiny. I said, you know, they're going to have to get some minutes from the bench. This could actually be trouble. And sure enough, McKinney and wow. Quinn Cook were awful. Quinn Cook a minus thirteen plus minus. Yeah, they were they were both bad. Jordan Bell wasn't great, although I thought less noticeable. Uh, but it, it really put the Warriors stars. It, it forced Kerr to go back to him. I think still even a little earlier than he probably wanted to. Uh, but the Kings kept it rolling uh, even after the stars got back into the game. And until uh, those final uh, couple of minutes there where the Warriors close it out. They were down 10 with 3.04 to go. It was 123-113 with 3.04 to go. So a 17-2 run in the final 3.04 for the Warriors to prevail tonight in Sacramento, 130-125. to 888-957-9570. That's where Charlie checks in. Charlie, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Hey, Charlie. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, Guru? All right. Um, just uh, want to. It was. I. It was good to see all four all stars play a great game. I think combined they had close to a hundred points, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I agree with you guys. This bench is, is is a lot left to be desired. I love Jarepko, but I, I. I think. I think they. They're going to have maybe add a piece or something. You know, uh, I'm, I've been on Iguodala. All year, uh, last couple of years, he's the inconsistency of him making appearances, and he plays one great game against Milwaukee, and then now he he won't be he won't hear from him for about two months. So I, I'm a little concerned about the bench, and definitely, um, uh, I would love to see this team play the Warriors in the first round. I think it would be an exciting series, and. Uh, you know, hopefully this win will catapult them into getting on a winning streak here because the, the loss to Toronto was a letdown. So I'd like to see them win 10 out of 12 or 15 out of 17. Like get, get, start 
start uh, building some momentum. Yeah, I'm with anyway. you, Charlie, and I'm concerned about the bench, J.D., just like Charlie is. And I'm going to say this. If it's unfair or I'm being too harsh on the bench in regard to scoring and production, when or is it wrong of me to expect Draymond Green, who had a double-double, J.D., to, to give me more offense in regard to points because he had two tonight. Is he off limits or is it wrong of me to expect because I know he can do it? Yeah, it's just it's just going to have to happen naturally, I think, Guru. I, I don't think it's a, a situation where you, you, you look at it and you say, okay, go score more. <laughs> go, you know, and he only took three shots tonight. Uh, and How about game enough, shape? Is he in game shape? Yeah, I think he's I think he's working his way back into right. it, but I think tonight's the ultimate test. I mean, nobody plays faster in the NBA than Sacramento does other than the Atlanta Hawks and and the look, the Kings are flat out better at it than the Hawks. I mean, the Kings have put themselves in a 15 and 13 position. I mean, the Hawks stink. So who cares if the Hawks play fast? They're terrible. Sacramento's actually been able to win some games and do it in, in an efficient uh, you know, manner to 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 be to, to be good. So I, I think tonight's the ultimate test, and he played 31 minutes. And, and if you look at Draymond Green, uh, his 97th career double-double, 97 career double-doubles for Draymond Green, it's the eighth time that the double-double didn't include points. So Draymond gets a double-double with 14 rebounds and wow. 10 assists. He had just two points. So uh, a, a true Draymond double-double when it doesn't include points. I think tonight was the kind of night, though, Goo, where – the other three all-stars, the scorers, they were doing their thing early and often, and I think it was one of those where it's almost just get out of the way and try and get those guys the rock if you're Draymond. No, I do understand that, and I want to ask you because there is such a, a saying as a quiet 35, and I believe Steph Curry had a quiet 35. What do you think? Yeah, he did, uh, although, again, he cooled off. I mean, he wound up 5 of 14 from 3. Uh, I think really a key for Curry tonight and, and a, a key for the Warriors tonight was their ability to get to the free throw line. I mean, they wound up shooting 27 free throws, and that wound up being really important. And they made seven more free throws than the Kings did and had 11 more attempts uh, at the free throw line. So I, I think that wound up being you know, a part of the difference in the game. The Warriors needed those points as the game went on, uh, ultimately down the stretch. Uh, so uh, Warriors win at 130 to 125 as uh, Golden State. That's their fifth double-digit comeback this season. Uh, as the Warriors win it uh, after trailing by 10 with 3.04 to go tonight here in Sacramento. Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson combined to score 95 points. Wow. That's the second most points the trio has scored as teammates. That per Elias Sports Bureau. Uh, so the second most those two score tonight. And as it turns out, the Warriors needed every bit of the 95 to win this game against uh, a feisty young, up-and-coming Sacramento Kings team. I think just the fact that they were able to fight back and put themselves in a position to win this game tonight against the Warriors is really, really impressive, uh, even though they may not be at a stage yet where they're ready to finish it off uh, against a, a two-time defending champion. Yeah, J.D., and they lost Bagley early in that ball game, I believe with the knee sprain. He went out, so that helped the Warriors' chances. So when I saw that happen, I was like, okay, the Kings will be a little light, and I did not expect the explosion that we saw late third, early fourth, where the Warriors were down 10. 
But like the great Chicago Bulls are great champions, J.D., they always will run you down and at the end of the day break your heart and get that W like the Dubs did tonight. Because had they lost this game, J.D., real quick, hindsight, there would be a little, not panic, but people would be going, what's going on? Yeah, no, this would have been a bad loss. There's no doubt, especially on top of the loss against Toronto at Oracle uh, on Wednesday. We got the play of the game coming up next. We'll also hear from some of the guys after this thriller. The Warriors win it in Sacramento, 130 to 125. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson with you following the Warriors win in Sacramento tonight. 130-125 the final. Still time maybe to sneak in another call or two at 888-957-9570. Uh, we're also going to hear from Draymond Green uh, after this ball game tonight. Draymond Green with that double-double that I mentioned. 14 boards and 10 assists. The eighth time in his career uh, he's had a double-double where he didn't score 10 points of 97 career double-doubles. And uh, also an interesting note, Goo, uh, the Warriors tonight, 15 for 40 from three. The Warriors attempted 43s for the third time in the last four games. They uh, had shot 43s only once this season. And i got to tell you, early in the game, they were on a pace to to attempt 50. I thought tonight might be a franchise record 50. They've never done that. Yeah, and I feel like they're the revolutionaries of the three-point. You, you, you know, how the NBA right now is, is basically predicated on the three ball. And then when I look and see, you know, they're 17th and 18th in the league in regard to attempts, it's, it's puzzling, but they make so many of theirs during this run. And, J.D., I like it. I like the 40 or somewhat uh, attempts the last three or four games, and I hope it continues. Yeah, and the Warriors have been they've been more the leaders of the pack in terms of making them a lot more than really yeah. taking them. It's been other teams that have really tried to take them more in mass, make or miss, just believing that if you take enough of them, you're going to make enough of them to make it worth it. Uh, the Rockets really the, the kind of the big the beginner of that trend and uh, that theory of if you take enough of them, you're going to make enough of them, that wound up uh, not working out too well for the Houston Rockets in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals as uh, Warriors fans remember and them missing, what was it, 27 consecutive 27, JD. three-pointers in a Game 7 of the Conference Finals. Uh, let, let's go ahead and hear uh, from Draymond Green. We've got our play of the game coming up. But first, let's get to Draymond Green uh, downstairs here at the Golden 1 Center following the Warriors' five-point win over the Kings. Uh, the start of the fourth, we just we didn't really execute well. Good. Or score. Um, and we didn't get any stops. End of the fourth, we got stops and we scored. That was the difference. What, what particularly did you, I mean, did you scramble for focus, energy? It seemed like you were kind of in a lot of those times. Uh, I mean, you know, they were getting, like, drives to the basket, wide open threes, started at fourth quarter. You know, we, we shut that down at the end of the fourth. It didn't help that De'Aaron Fox left the game for three three minutes or something like that either. 
I mean, it helped us. Uh, it didn't quite help us down. When the whistles are blowing that much, is it hard to get a rhythm or flow? I mean, there are a lot of whistles tonight. Well, a lot of offensive fouls, but whatever. It is what it is. See, I think you got a guy called for six uh, uh, illegal screens in one half. Is that a, is that a record? It got to be. Uh, yeah, it got to be a record. Hey, girl. Uh, it got it to be a record. But it's got to make the adjustment. We didn't really do a good job of making the adjustment when it was happening. So. You, you took a foul on Fox late. That, that Steve kind of praised. Did you? I mean, I assume you knew coming down the lane that you guys weren't in the penalty yet. Got to know that. At that point in the game, and uh, you know, he did a full steam ahead. That's a bucket. So I just tried to take the foul before he got in the shooting motion. Um, you know, I probably could have got a contest at the rim, but like I said, he's a great finisher at the rim. You know, he was getting to his left hand. So you know, it's important to know. You know, at that point in the game. Um, you know, where you are in foul count, because you can't give up nothing easy. So to not be in the penalty, um, you know, is important. And to know that is important. You guys set a pace early in the game. I mean, you obviously knew that that's what they want to do, but you guys have to do it back when you're getting time. Like what was going on? Yeah, our pace was definitely there. And, and, you know, for the most part, most of the game, you know, we had good pace. The, them guys fast, man. They, <laughs> Fox and... Fox and Willie Cauley Stein got to be two of the fastest people in the league. Like, it's ridiculous how fast they are. So, um, you know, it was was a challenge. Uh, You know, we had to get back in transition. But getting our pace going is important, and I think we did a pretty good job of that tonight for the most part. Uh, I mean, I think we've been together long enough, but it's still important that somebody say something. You know, uh, you can't just assume everybody's feeling the same way. We know what it takes, but, you know, you always got to speak up, you know, during that time. And the Warriors, Draymond Green speaking up and speaking up with his play down the stretch as the Warriors win this one tonight, 130 to 125. And, and Guru Draymond noticed De'Aaron Fox stepping out of the game there for a couple of minutes when the Warriors were able to get on that run. That was big and it was odd, but I guess it was foul trouble, correct? Yeah, it is fifth foul. Wow. Uh, at that I, point. Man, so you JD. can you can you can either ride it out yeah, at I think that I point or you that. can or you can take him out and, and Dave Yeager chose ah. to take him out and the Warriors wound up getting on a little bit of a roll there uh, before he ultimately came back in and actually hit a shot that put Sacramento uh, back in front by two points after a 10-0 run by the Warriors. Uh, but then from that moment on, the Warriors scored the final seven points of the game to win it 130-125. to 125. Let's uh, get to our play of the game. Visit Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. Now, here's the play of the game. Warriors have it with 44 seconds to go. Durant, chest pass Thompson, he's open, launches, buries a triple from the right sideline. The Warriors lead by one. 126-125, Clay Thompson from way out west. Big time shot from Clay Thompson Money. and a big time moment to put the Warriors in front. They ultimately win it 
uh, as Stephen Curry uh, would get uh, a couple of free throws uh, down the stretch of that game to to help put the game away for the Warriors, 130 to 125. Uh, Guru, you and Steiny back Monday, 10 to 12. So at 1030, uh, know the play of the game, that Clay Thompson three that winds up being the game winner for the Warriors, and you could win $100. Goo, we were talking about Marvin Bagley the third, who left the game uh, with wound up being a bone bruise in his knee, mm. and the Kings sent out an update on him. He's going to be out uh, and reevaluated in 10 to 14 days. So Not Bagley's good. out. Uh, at least the next two weeks. He's been an impressive young player along with De'Aaron Fox and, and Buddy Heald as Sacramento has surprised the league a little bit these first couple of weeks. Are you surprised he's not starting? And i got to tip my cap to Willie Cauley-Stein. 22 big points tonight, and you heard Draymond talk about how fast he is, and I think he uh, he's underrated in that sense because I never gave him credit for that, and it fits Cauley- perfect. Yeah, it. Kali uh, Stein's a guy that's interesting to me because I think he only cares about playing offense. To be perfectly honest, and, and that would that would that I think he loves running to to that dunker spot <laughs> and to, and to score points. Uh, but I don't think he brings the energy defensively consistently enough. And he's a guy that wants a large money deal, and that's going to be a very difficult decision. Uh, I could also see Collie Stein being a guy who gets paid and then maybe cares even less mm. than he does currently uh, about uh, playing defense. Uh, but uh, the Warriors, it winds up working to their advantage tonight. Uh, but the Kings going to be without uh, Marvin Bagley uh, for a couple of weeks there. Guru, Warriors, get it done tonight. Uh, just some final thoughts as they've got the weekend off. They'll be able to... Uh, feel good about uh, at least earning a win to wash the bad taste out of their mouth uh, from Wednesday and not having that uh, compound matters uh, into the weekend and be something that, that is carried over and hanging with them when they hit the Oracle Hardwood again on Monday night. Yeah, you know, basically we talk about identity, and I know the Warriors still have a question mark about Cousins, and they're probably prepared now and expect Livingston or Iguodala to be out every other game or whatnot. But, J.D., what I do like is is the attempted threes going up. I like the 40. Keep doing that. And then also the big three in regard to scoring is the recipe for success. And you know what? Nights like the other night against Toronto, they may not be hitting their shots, but more times than not, I'm betting on them to hit and when these three are performing high octane like they are tonight and with with the outage and production we got from them today, I'm all good because they know the recipe for success. So the Warriors will have an opportunity to catch their breath. It's going to be a busy stretch here between now and the end of the calendar year. They're home for Memphis on Monday night. Then they go to Utah before a busy time around the Christmas holiday with back-to-back home games next weekend and then the game that everybody's looking forward to against the Lakers on Christmas. Portland is in after that uh, on the 27th, and then they go up to Portland uh, for a home-and-home. That's going to be two weeks from tomorrow night before wrapping up calendar year 2018 in Phoenix uh, against the Suns. Guru, the hour flew by as always, my man. man. Been a pleasure uh, having an opportunity to work with you uh, quite frequently these last couple of weeks, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do it again here soon. See you Monday out at the arena. 
We'll see you Monday out at the arena. I want to thank everybody involved in the program for Daryl the Guru Johnson, who's going to be back with Matt Steinmetz on Monday at 10 right here on 95.7 The Game for Alex Scott uh, and Lucas Alexander as well. I'm John Dickinson. I'll be back tomorrow 9 a.m. until 1 with Warriors this week right here on 95.7 The Game as I'll be joined by Matt Steinmetz. We'll continue to break this thing down and just kind of where the Warriors are at uh, at the one-third marker uh, of the NBA season, avoiding a, a little bit of a, a potential, you know, little mini disaster, I think. I'm with you. Take it a couple of losses, Guru for Guru, and everybody involved in the program. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Guru and Steiny will talk to you on Monday. Warriors, 17-2 run in the final 304. They get a win in Sacramento, 130-125 to 125 over the Kings, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night.